radio communications from the Metropolitan Police Department highlight how during and following President Trump's speech, Trump supporters descended on the Capitol and became increasingly violent. What you are about to hear has not been made public before. Multiple capital injuries! Multiple capital injuries! 1818. Chilling evidence shows that on January 6th, armed and organized insurrectionists trained their sights on Speaker Pelosi. They sought out the Speaker on the floor and in her office, publicly declared their intent to harm or kill her, ransacked her office, and terrorized her staff. And they did it because Donald Trump sent them on this mission. As the insurrectionists got closer, there was a big the Capitol Police there, rushed the Speaker from the House floor me. at 2.15 p.m., mere minutes after the Capitol was property. first breached. They recognized the immediately that she was in danger. The Speaker was not just rushed from the floor, the Capitol Police deemed the threat so dangerous that they evacuated the her shining, entirely from the Capitol complex rushing her to a secure off-site location. The insurrectionist the intent changing, to murder the Speaker of the House the is well documented in charging documents that are now available. We know from the rioters themselves that this if they had found land, Speaker Pelosi, land, they would have killed her. California, to the New York Island, Redwood 57. The nays are 43. Uh, two thirds of the senators present not having voted guilty. The Senate judges that the respondent, Donald John Trump, former president of the United States, is not guilty as charged in the article of impeachment. What the fuck? Hey, party crashers. Welcome to another episode of The Uninvited. This is your host, Jerry Jones, however you found us and wherever you decided to find us. I'm so very glad you did. Please do us a favor. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss another one of these fine <clears throat> in what appears to be very rare episodes. Uh, and if you do give us a rating, give us five stars because, you know, five stars feels like love and four stars feels like the friend zone. So it's been a minute, huh? I got to tell you, there's nothing quite like the cocktail of an impeachment trial and WandaVision to <laughs> to keep me uh, to keep me occupied. Yeah, it's been I think we're going on week three, week three uh, since the last show. 
Um, and I think in the last show, I think I actually spent some time talking about WandaVision. Um, so it's just been, it's been interesting. You know, it's kind of hard to find your voice when, uh, when your voice has usually been one of a, of a complainer. Uh, and the, the current administration is not giving me a whole lot of things to complain about. And I got to be honest with you. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you know, I, I started this platform to, to, to vetch, to, to, to whine and complain. I mean, that was the whole point of this. And this guy, Biden gets in here and, uh, you know, one of those hundred executive orders that he signed must've been, let's not give Jerry anything to talk about. And then he has the audacity, Jen Psaki, um, our circle back girl. Um, that's the one thing we know about what's her nuts, right? What was her name? I, for, I've already, for, I seriously, I'm not joking here. It's, is it McInerney? Kaylee McInerney? Was that her name? She absolutely was not a circle back girl. Jen Psaki's all about the circle back. Can you imagine? I don't know what they're doing over there. They ask her a question. She answers it. She doesn't have the answer. She says, I'll circle back to you. And then what does she do? She'll come back and say, yeah, you know, four days ago, you asked me about the treaty, salt treaty, or I'm, I'm getting it wrong. I almost said Stark treaty, but I've been watching so much Avengers that everything is related to, to Tony Stark or, or some iteration thereof. But she'll actually come back and answer the question that she was asked a week ago. So, yeah, the reason why the episodes of this show have been so far and few between is in part because I don't have a whole lot to complain about. But now I do, thanks to uh, Senate Democrats. And the other thing, which is WandaVision. Uh, I don't know how many... I Look, listen, I know I'm, I'm like a lot of you. I'm not a comic... I'm not a comic strip, comic book nerd. I didn't come to Marvel through comic books. I came through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU. And I fell hard for it. Uh, but the this extended universe, I don't, I actually, I'm not sure if, I don't think they refer, uh, they being Marvel, refers to the MCU as an extended universe in the same way that DC has the DCU, the you know DC universe, and the DC extended universe, the DCEU. So yeah, I'm 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 you know, kind of showing my kind of comic film slash TV show geek bonafides right now. But Wandavision, if you've never watched any of the Marvel movies, if you haven't, I don't know how you you manage to escape that or do that. But even if you hadn't, I think you would love, love, love WandaVision. It is an, it's an ode to the history of television. And I think part of, and honestly, I think part of the purpose of television, specifically sitcoms, 
it's a it's a journey through sitcoms, but it's also just very haunting. I I I don't recall ever watching anything that was as funny, as thoughtful, and as suspenseful as WandaVision. Um, so yeah, that is my full throated endorsement of the show. Uh, I often say that I'm not here to do a, a an ad, you know advertisement. Yes, I said advertisement instead of advertisement. I feel like advertisement makes me sound more uh, cultured. Does it? I you know I I don't know I don't know why I did that. That was really extra, right? But it, it it's been about three weeks, so I think you guys are due for an extra scoop, right? You're due for an extra scoop. Don't you love? Uh, well, I, I was going to say, don't you love when you go to your favorite ice cream place? Um, but I don't know. Do people actually have a favorite ice cream place? Like, I love Betty Ray's. Shout out to Betty Ray's. Does anyone know, you know, here in the Kansas City area, is everything good now? Are they back? I mean, right now, I'm recording this on, on February 15th. Um, happy President's Day, by the way to all of all almost all of the presidents to um 44 not actually not even 44 because there were some real a-holes uh in the first 43 presidents and in absolutely the 45th so i don't wish who and who are we wishing happy president's day to by the way it's not i mean is it the presidents or so are we are we wishing happy President's Day to Jimmy Carter, President Carter? Um, he deserves it. Has anyone done more with his um, former president credentials than Jimmy Carter? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if anyone has, but let's be honest. Can we have an honest conversation about Jimmy Carter? What? Ha, have each of you at some point been surprised that, that Jimmy Carter was still alive? Because every time I hear, you know, Jimmy Carter, like I see him trending, I get a little nervous and I'm like, you know, but then I'm like, wait, he's still alive. He's still alive. Um, now HW is gone, right? So we don't wish, obviously we don't wish HW, um, happy president's day to Bill Clinton. Yeah. Does he really deserve it? Does he deserve uh, a happy uh, President's Day? I'm thinking he doesn't. I'm thinking he doesn't. Uh, and then W. W is a lot more likable now than he was then. Um, he's like, he's the new Bob Ross. How, how, how did the guy who was reading the book Upside Down a 9-11, how did the guy who on his watch was Abu Ghraib, how how on the guy whose watch that we, you know, we falsified weapons of mass destruction, how the hell did he become so damn likable? I mean, I mean, let me tell you something right now. Olivia Pope has nothing on Michelle Obama. I believe that Michelle Obama completely completely helped uh w's brand image right uh i'm thinking that she's not going to do the same for the 45th president 
though? I don't think that's going to happen. Have we talked since the inauguration? I don't, I don't even remember. Have we talked since then? I think we did. Um, but I mean, she really did look like a, like a Star Wars hero, right? I fully expect to see her in season three of, of, of Mandalorian. But yeah, has Betty Ray's, has Betty Ray's, have, have they reopened? And now, and now if you're in, you know, um, the Midwest or, you know, down South and even in Texas, apparently they're getting weather right now. Nothing's really open. It's crazy out here. And, and I, and I get it. I know like, so Mick and Denise, shout out to Mick and Denise. Um, shout out to Aaron. Um, you all are in Minnesota and what we're getting down here in Kansas city, I mean, you would just scoff at, right? Um, but it's, it's cold and it's really, really bad. I, you know, for us here in Kansas city. So I know nothing's open, but I'm, I'm just hoping that everything is all right with Betty Ray's. So I don't know if people have a favorite ice cream shop because you kind of just go to the one that you go to, but Betty Ray's in particular is so Kansas city and it's so good. Um, that just reminds me. I part of also part of why I didn't do a show um, over those two weeks is because I was so geeked, obviously about Wandavision. Um, you know, dreading the ultimate decision uh, on the impeachment, and then my my team, the Kansas City team, was in the Super Bowl. We lost. Uh, so this past week, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't watch sports. I went a week guys and didn't watch sports now i know that for a lot of you that means nothing but for me i was so down in the dumps that my team lost the super bowl i didn't watch sports for a whole week and i only bring that up because last two well that would have been in february of 2020 emily and sean mick and denise shout out to emily and sean in texas i mean they're they're even getting it right now in the great state of texas you know, we all did the stuff. We we did Boulevard Beer. We did Betty Ray's. We did, you know, Joe's Kansas City, formerly known as Oklahoma Joe's, for those of you who, who are familiar with one of the greatest barbecue places in all the world. Um, but yeah, I hope Betty Ray's is going to be okay. They had some they had some issues, but hey, it's the pandemic, right? The pandemic is, uh, I mean, it's testing all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So Joe's given me nothing to complain about. And so as a result, I haven't really been on uh, the talk because I'm like, I need to find a voice that is not complaining all the time. Uh, and I also realize that I really like it. I, I, I kind of I like that uh, false sense of um, moral superiority that uh, came from ripping on Trump and his, and his sheep. Um, but the Senate Democrats have given me a little bit, a glimmer of, of, of hope um, to complain. And uh, it happened in the form of, so this was, um, well, this would have been uh, Saturday, right? Saturday? So Saturday, you know, I, I hadn't had the news on. I don't, I can't even remember what I was doing. Um, oh, I've been, I've been listening to, uh, or kind of taking this online, um, project management 
professional course. Just I wanted, you know, like I've been working on projects, you know, for most of my professional career, but never really dug into the the, the science and the art of, of project management. So just one of those things I'm just kind of sharpening my skills a little bit. So I was doing that, not keyed in, uh, you know, to what was going on. And then I come downstairs and the television, it's like, you know, they're, they're going to call witnesses. And I'm like, holy crap. When did this happen? The house managers decided they were going to call witnesses. And I'm like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Because I'm going to be honest with you. That first day of the impeachment trial, I'm referring to the second impeachment trial, the one that just ended, right? It's historic that we had a president, speaking of President's Day, we had a president who has been impeached twice. But I was not impressed on, on day one. Day one, I'm like, wait a minute. This is all we got? But, oh, man. That afternoon of day one. And really the rest of the time, the Democrats, I thought, really, the House Democrats, by the way, really knocked it out of the park. I mean, they presented as strong of a case as I think one could produce, it certainly, listen, the case they presented uh, in, in impeachment round two was stronger, in my opinion, than um, impeachment round one. Um, certainly, both of those um, were superior to the impeachment trial of Bill Clinton. What was that, 99, 1999? Uh, where they were trying to get him at the tail end of his presidency. Uh, but I thought uh, Congressperson Raskin and his team did a great job. Though I will say this. I, I, I do think that in the future, first of all, I'm hoping that there aren't really more impeachment trials in the future. And for, the, for what it's worth, uh, I should just say right up front, I'm not surprised. I don't think any of us should be surprised by the verdict, okay? Uh, and I don't think anyone is shocked, certainly, by the verdict. I do believe that impeaching a president should be difficult. And I, I do believe that the standard to overturn the will of the people should be extraordinarily high. And almost impossible to reach. So I don't have a problem with the two-thirds majority vote. I think that's necessary. I do have a problem with Senate Democrats, though. And I have talked about this person before. And I'm going to mention his name again. I'm sure he's a great guy. Um, but man... When your house managers, when they strike a deal to call witnesses, you hold a vote a, 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 in, a, in a Senate that is tied 50-50. You get a majority of senators to say, Democrat and Republican, yes, we want to hear from witnesses. How... Do you go from a house, your house managers going for the gold and saying we're going to call witnesses, getting a bipartisan uh, Senate vote to say, yes, we want to hear witnesses. 
How is it, Senator Chuck Schumer, that you pressure, and I don't care what anyone says, pressured Raskin and his team not to call witnesses? What the hell is that about? Um, Jamel Hill had posted something, and I, I, I tweeted something not knowing that she had posted the same thing 10 hours ahead of time. So I, it, I recognize it in that moment. I did what, what most guys do, which is take something that a woman says and make it out to, to be their own thing. Um, so my apologies for that. But the great Jamel Hill, uh, formerly of, of ESPN, uh, now, um, um, if you're looking for a really great podcast and you're really interested in hearing um, not only black voices amplified, uh, but the voices of black excellence, um, her podcast, uh, Unbothered, uh, on Spotify, ex exclusively on Spotify. I, I am just straight up doing a commercial. I, I think Jamel's podcast and, and the voices, uh, and it's not all black folks, but mostly black folks. But it, to me, um, one of the best, one of the best absolute podcasts on, on, uh, on, uh, online, I was going to say on television. Um, you can follow her on YouTube as well. She's also a fantastic writer, uh, writes for the Atlantic predominantly now. Um, but, uh, she had mentioned that, you know, their Democrats go again, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And not knowing she'd posted that, I'd posted the same thing literally 10 hours later. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it was a bad look. But the point is, she's 100% right. Leave it to Chuck Schumer. Just like his majority leader predecessor, Harry Reid. To do things that would, that would make one believe that Democrats are either unfamiliar with or uncomfortable with power. Power. And the logic, I understand it. It's just that I, along with millions of other Democrats, do not appreciate it. Well, it would have just prolonged the inevitable. Well, let's see. You got seven. You got seven Republicans. Without witnesses to go with you. Okay. You had Mitch McConnell. Don't even get me started on Mitch. Is I I look I he. What was it? The Washington Post. Their headline: Mitch McConnell would have voted to convict Donald Trump were it not for Mitch McConnell. Did you guys see that? How do you go from acquitting the president to making the comments he made? But it showed that. Chuck Schumer, while obviously chosen by the people of the state of New York to be their senator, uh, but I think we saw enough of this during Trump's four years that he is just not on the level of Nancy Pelosi, right? He's just not there. And, and what, what the Democrats need is someone who's not there to get along we need someone there who's there to move things along it's it and it should not be based on seniority democrats need to move beyond that elizabeth warren clearly 
Bernie Sanders clearly um, are the leaders that we need um, from the Democratic side of the Senate. And, you know, it's unfortunate that that, uh, you know, that Senate Democrats went along with the guy. He's just not he's not cut out for it. He's not cut out um, for leadership in this moment, in this moment, maybe in another moment, maybe when in, you know, in four years, when we have four years of Biden Harris. But right now, he's just not the guy. He's just not the guy. Um, and I'm not saying that calling witnesses would have gotten us to 67, but you got to do you got to do your job. And I feel like he wasted the Senate's time with that vote. And I feel like he wasted the American people's time getting our hopes up that we would actually begin to hear. Because the insurrection is a thing that is, is not what Chuck Schumer may have done. He may have turned by not hearing witnesses may have turned January 6th into a footnote. As opposed to being a seminal moment in our nation's history. We needed to hear from staff. We needed to hear from elected officials around this. Also, I do have another thing to complain about. And I don't know how this works. Um, I do think that if you've run for president, especially if you had run to challenge the very person that you're trying to impeach, I think that should automatically disqualify you from being on the on the impeachment team being an impeachment manager um eric saldwell um julian um the, both really good congress people both really reason really intelligent really good lawyers actually um i just felt that 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 made it too political but my that's not even the, that's not even the thing i'm complaining about uh, I'm actually happy that as I'm start as I'm complaining, I'm really realizing I have so much more to complain about. Uh, from the House impeachment side of the House, can someone explain to me how um, Representative Katie Porter was not on the impeachment team? You all are familiar with Katie Porter, right? She's the queen of the whiteboard. She's the one whenever any of the uh, Wall Street folks um, or, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know, dopes like uh, Ben Carson. She's the one that pulls out the whiteboard and makes these morons feel completely silly. She's her last her last one was the the guy, uh, the joy, Louis DeJoy, who was the um, postmaster general for the U.S. Postal Service and almost had him, you know, peeing his pants. Why was she? She's a brilliant lawyer, by the way. Uh, it should be noted. She studied under one Senator Elizabeth Warren. Uh, why was she not on the impeachment team? And why was she not the impeachment manager? Katie Porter, just with her whiteboard, could have gotten us to 17. Um, but that's, you know, that's just me. That's just me. That's minor, minor complaint. But I say for the next time. Let's get Katie Porter on here. Um, but yeah, not surprised by the verdict. Um, and man, Trump. I mean, dude had a weekend, right? So he uh, he gets acquitted on Saturday. 
uh, on Sunday, he and Ivanka um, had, or uh, he and Ivanka had a great Valentine's Day. From, I'm just guessing. I'm guessing Ivanka was his Valentine. And and then today, he uh, he gets President's Day. Trump, man, Trump is winning. Man, Trump is having a hell of, hell of a weekend. Um, he's gonna go into all those indictments. <laughs> Feeling pretty strong. I, I agree with Senator McConnell. They are going to get him. They are going to get him. Somebody somewhere is going to get him. But it just wasn't the Senate because they don't have. It's a family show. But they don't have. Let's just say they don't have the intestinal fortitude to get things done the way they get need to get done. Um, But hey, let's look on the upside now. We've got a fresh start. New president. New administration, um, and apparently the president uh, is wants to see some action on uh, on um, you know safe gun laws, um, making sure that you know the gun laws are common sense, um, and I'm excited about that. Uh, sounds like he's ready to do some things on the economy. I mean, the the president, President Biden, is off. Off and, and running, and so as I'm sure as he gets going, I'll have all sorts of things to complain about. Uh, and as as there are things to complain about, I will be right here to pull you into um, into my multiverse of my own multiverse of madness. Here, that is a Wandavision plug, by the way. Um, if you haven't started it, get started. There's three more episodes left. 30 minutes apiece in this season. Can you tell that I want you to go? I want you so badly to start watching the show on Disney plus. Um, but, but seriously, I've missed you all. Um, shout out to Susie and Charles, Susie and Charles. Uh, you're the reason why I, I was motivated to get on and, and, and do kind of a post impeachment episode of the uninvited and this might be the thing that uh gets me back on back on the horse again but i'm grateful for you all um thank you for for sticking around for the uninvited and not giving up on this uh on this crazy show and uh let's uh let's do this again let's do this again pretty soon like not not every three weeks and i mean it this time not like you know this isn't like you know when we do a zoom call and we're like, hey, you do a Zoom call with a friend and you say, hey, we should do this more often. And you're like, hey, let's set a date for like two or three weeks. And then you really don't talk again for like another three months. This time, I mean it. I'm serious, y'all. I love you. Be safe. If you are in part of the country or part of the world that's getting um, getting weather, be careful. Also, if you are on the list eligible to get the vaccine, please, please, please consider it. And even if you do, please keep wearing a mask, double masking, I guess is the thing now. Safe physical distancing and wash those hands like uh, like you got blood on them. All right. Anyway, uh, I miss you all. Love you all. And I will catch you on the next. Ugh, that was weird. I, I, I made I almost made it through the entire episode. Without a without a faux pas. And right at the end. It's kind of like, you ever see those videos? 
you ever see the videos of like uh you know they're, they're in a in a you know like a kind of a cycle race or it's like a track and field and you know they're celebrating before they get to the finish line and in as they're celebrating and looking for the crowd adulation somebody just comes in and noses them out for first place that's what that felt like just now just now i'm like i'm sitting here thinking man i made it all the way through and i didn't even screw up and then i screwed up <laughs> but hey i will catch you on the next episode of the uninvited peace <laughs>